Reviews. It's a Music Ray Gun mini episode. I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. Hey, Kirk, how you doing? Well, let me see how I'm doing. I'm quite well. Yeah. Different brand today. Refresh, sure. Different, I'm all for changing it up. Brands. Different yeah. brands. We're non branded. No. Unsponsored. Not our usual brand. A different brand. Honestly, I would never know the difference. Sure. That's exactly the point. Yeah, exactly. You said something in our last episode that on, on listening back, I heard you say, and I was like, how dare you, Kirk? What did I say? Which is that, like, selling out. You said something to the effect of selling out isn't a thing anymore. Selling out doesn't matter anymore. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, I know that in the larger culture, people have stopped caring, but that doesn't mean it's not a thing. Just because everybody sells out now and nobody thinks it's a problem doesn't yeah. mean it's okay. <laughs> Everybody's I'm- wrong. Who doesn't sell out these days? Uh, Bill Watterson, creator of Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, that's a good point. And someone who I believe you've said... But he sold out beforehand. When did he ever sell out? He had books. He had books, but he refused to merchandise yeah, the characters. Yeah, he could have made. He could have been so fucking rich. He's doing fine. Uh, someone who I believe you have said you believe yourself to be or know yourself to be related to, the famous oh. author. Yes, Thomas, uh, Thomas Pinchon. Yeah. Is distant a distant cousin. relative of yours? Yeah. Well, they made a movie of it, so he sold out and Harry Vice. They had to get the rights to that, baby. <laughs> Personally, though, his whole thing of just like being invisible. Yes. And not um, being a public figure. Being I, invisible, but cashing a check for a major motion picture. I suppose, but is that selling out? Yes, that to is selling out. have your work adapted? You just said, yeah, Bill Watterson didn't have his work adapted to merchandise. That's different, though. He never had That's a movie. merchandising. Selling out to Hollywood is selling out to Hollywood. Thomas Pinchon, my, my relation, <laughs> sold the fuck out. It was like, okay. Go ahead and do my movie. He didn't say no. I would before I before I need make a ruling on that. I would need to know like, like what what sort of creative control he if he had any demands or if he was just like just pay me and you can do whatever you want or if there were caveats. His demand was give me the biggest check possible. I doubt it. Hundred percent. I bet that was. He's a pinch on. He likes money. <laughs> he wants to sell out. Wow, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Thomas Pinchon likes money and wants to sell out. That's right. <laughs> Listen, you heard it from the source. From from his own fam. From his own fam. Yeah. Yeah. You know you were getting that with music right uh, now. Yeah, you had no idea. I text him all the time. Do huh? you even know what he looks like? No. No. <laughs> Not even close. He did lend his voice to The Simpsons on a couple of sellouts. I don't know if he even took money for that. He got paid because he's a he did it. I know that he did it because his son was a fan of The Simpsons. Yeah. And I'm sure he took a check and I'm sure he takes the residuals. Maybe he worked for scale, though. Still taking the residuals. Or getting, paid, getting paid for work isn't selling out. He said a word or a line. Sure. But what, I mean... He still worked on it. He could have done it for free. I mean, I get paid for my job. Yeah. I don't consider that selling Sell out. <laughs> Sell out, Paul. You should be editing for free. <laughs> no. No. That's not what selling out is. No. But pinch on selling. I don't think that to sell the rights to your work for an adaptation in other media 
lacks integrity. I don't think selling out lacks integrity. It does. That's what selling out means. No. Not anymore. Well, Go back to the doors and listen to their stupid shit if you don't want to sell out. Which they did anyway. <laughs> they did anyway. Everyone always... Very I, few people don't sell out. Did I ever say that the doors weren't sellouts? I don't even think the doors were good. I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> but everyone sells out if they have the opportunity. Well, speaking of uh, selling things, yes. Do you have anything to recommend? Good segue. I thought we were like speaking of selling out our new sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a wreck, and that wreck is in four words: Young Gun Silver Fox. Oh, of course, you want to talk about Young Gun Silver Fox. I'm, I'm obsessed with this group. That's not that new. They've been around for five years. Mm-hmm. The best way to describe it is... Beige. Yes, that was a good description (laughs) that you gave. If you are a Gen Xer, Mm -hmm. this sounds like music from the 70s that you listen to while you're in the backseat of your mom's car being driven around. I mean, you described it as a Yacht Rock throwback. It's a Yacht Rock throwback. And that was very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good, but you don't like it. And that hurts. I don't dislike it. I nothing it. It's not interesting enough for me to think negatively about it. Why is the John Mayer song more interesting to you than anything by Young Gun Silver Fox? Because the John Mayer thing was a project where he was trying to be... It was tongue-in-cheek. Okay. It's a, it's a one-off. Young, yeah, Young Gun Silver Fox, their whole oeuvre... Yeah, they're like it's if if, if, if uh, John Mayer's Sob Rock album took itself seriously and was an entire career. Yeah, their entire <laughs> career is is this throwback Yacht yeah, Rock 70s. Yeah. And it's fucking great. I didn't even, I didn't dislike it. I just said, it's not for me. Like, I listened to it, I was like, this just doesn't land on my brain yeah. at all. It landed hard. I mean, I've definitely got like four al- albums. I've been playing them ad nauseum at work. Yeah. Just constantly. It's like a mellow, indie sort yeah. of, yeah. But if you're like, hey, I'll say it this way. For those of you who like Ambrosia, the group, <laughs> if you like uh, uh, Player, Pablo Cruz, Paco, <laughs> if you like all those groups, you will like Young right. Gun Silver Fox. Right. Yeah. Which is, it left me a little cold. I understand. And you were really upset about that. I was really upset about it. I laughed and out. Then, and then I shared with you, because on our last mini, uh, we talked about Johnny Carson by yes. the Beach Boys. Uh, and I sent you that that to listen to, yes. and you were pretending not to like it. <laughs> I pretended in in retribution for my lack of appreciation. There was it. some spite, but that spite was like ten percent spite. There was like ninety percent. I was like, "This sucks." You liked it. It was great. <laughs> it sucks. Brian sucks. Wilson is a genius. I got the lyrics pretty much right. It's about how he's on it. My favorite couplet in the song is uh, Ed McMahon comes out and says, "Here's Johnny every every night at eleven thirty. He's so funny." It's like uh, taxes and uh, faxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve Miller. I'd rather listen to the Steve Miller. I, yeah, not for me. Not not for Kirk. It's not, I mean, it's, you know. <laughs> it was not for me. Mid-period Beach Boys. Yeah. Not, who who uh, is it for? Me. It's for Paul. Dedicated to and Paul. And that's it. Yes. And then I read about the song on Wikipedia, and there was a great quote where Brian Wilson explained why he wrote the song. It was just like, 
I was just watching The Tonight Show and I really liked Johnny Carson and I thought, no one's ever written a song about Johnny Carson. So I decided that I would. Is that considered a deep cut? It, uh, I don't think it was a single. Yeah. But I think there are Beach Boys fans and part of being a Beach Boys fan is is knowing and appreciating like the really insipid, stupid songs that Brian writes sometimes. Mm. There's another one called Busy Doing Nothing, which I love. Okay. Which is just about... Like, Brian's describing a regular day at home, doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so why don't you come visit? And then there's a verse which are, like, directions to his house. Which is like, you take a ride on Kirkwood, keep going up, and then you'll come to a fence. Open it up. It's just, like, it's just telling you how to drive to his house. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He would just... <laughs> my God, this guy... I just thought of this. I'm going to do it right now. I have an impromptu don't at me. Okay. Let's see if I can do it off the top of my dome. All Beach Boys fans spend 87% of their time defending them, saying that they're better than the Beatles. Mm. They waste all of their time doing that. Don't at me. Well... In the sense that I'm a Beach Boys fan and I don't do that. <laughs> I don't think they're better than I've the met Beatles. a lot of Beach Boy fans. Yeah. Who are constantly like, well, actually, the Beach, some, you know, pet sounds. It's a very well actually bad to yeah. be into. And the thing, I mean, Brian's genius is with his compositions mm-hmm. and the, uh, the, the many, many tracks and instrumentation and his vision. Yeah. And so, yeah, when you listen to albums like Pet Sounds and yeah. the things that he tried to make into Smile and, and some of it's like the lyrics, it's the music is very deep, mm-hmm. contrasted by the most shallow lyrics <laughs> you could possibly yeah. imagine. That There's a song called that. Cool Water. Uh, which sonically is very interesting and is one of my favorite songs. But the lyrics are about how, like, it's like, cool water really cools you down when you're thirsty. You I mean, drink some cool, on, cool water. Put <laughs> like, some thought into it. <laughs> I mean, if you're putting all that thought into the music, just, do a little, just add a little more to the lyrics. That's all I'm saying. And their harmonies are great. Yeah, and, definitely. And, you know. Definitely. Uh, but better than the Beatles, no. Like a lot of, like, you know, if you really dig deep into good vibrations, the things that, that Brian was doing to that, the, the Beatles, no, they, they, no way. Yeah, I think it's a band that appeals to nerds because okay. on a surface level, it's so stupid. And it <laughs> implies that, like, no, you have to really understand yeah, it you're to not, get why it's genius. Exactly. You're not getting it. Yeah, you just don't. It, it invites the you just don't get it yeah. attitude. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's... it's uh, it, it, it's, it lends itself well to snobbery. Definitely. Like, yeah. Definitely. And I appreciate that. I know you do. That said, I don't actually think that Johnny Carson it's, counts as one of his great compositions. Yeah. I just think it's laugh out loud funny because of how <laughs> stupid it is. I couldn't get past it. I couldn't even finish it. <laughs> it's like one, and it's only like a two minute and change. It's not that long. There's like a call and response thing where yeah. Mike and them are doing like word by word. I'm like, it's like a Beastie Boys influence. How dare you? You know what I mean? How they would, no, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I just don't. It wasn't not for me. Not for me. Okay. Well, Kirk recommends uh, Young Guns Silver, Silver Young Guns. Just because you hate Young Guns, you're like anything this guy 
is playing I Hate. That was in your text. Yeah, you sent me a picture of them, and yes. one of them looks like someone who got kicked out of Mumford and Sons. <laughs> That's very, very true. But the other dude, who I assume is Silver Fox, had like long silver hair and yes. shades, and I'm like, that dude rules. Yeah. Uh, you hate Young Gun, but you're here for Silver Fox. Yeah. At least in just in their appearance. Yeah. I don't know, you know, who does what yeah. musically. Um, but you recommend them. I recommend... Johnny Carson. I'll, the whole album, The Beach Boys Love You from 1977. Wow. Yeah. So that's from 77? Yeah. It's real mid-period. Oh, wow. I yeah. can't even. <laughs> I thought that was like 72. Nope. That's from three. the year of punk and disco yeah. and the Son of Sam and the New York Blackout. and. Uh, oh, it's even worse now than it's from 77. <laughs> it's so out of touch. <laughs> at least if it had been from the late 60s, it would have been like, eh, everything at the time was sort of insane. Yes, exactly. Well, the Beach Boys carried that on through the 70s. Well, they could have dropped it. <laughs> they could have. They chose not to. No, because they, they didn't, they're not sellouts. <laughs> Wait to bring it back. You can't, you can't say <laughs> Beach Boys were sellouts. Well, <laughs> I mean, their song Good Vibrations is used in Sunkissed. I'm sure they used it. They used in Sunkissed yeah. uh, Orange Soda. And that's the worst. That's yeah. the worst. But I don't know if that was Brian's decision. I feel like Mike Love pulled that oh, shit. 100%. <laughs> All right, let's play the music. Ray on Laser Round. Fuck yeah, taking off the glasses for this. You. All right. you know the rules. Ten questions, rapid fire ask, rapid fire answer. Are you ready to play the Laser Round Kirk? Yes. Okay, here we go. Teach me how to Dougie or watch me whip, watch me nay nay. Oh. Teach me how to Dougie. That's correct. Uh, name your three. Name your Kirk Pinchon. Your three favorite Beastie Boys singles. Shit. Go. Uh, sabotage. Uh, body moving. And uh, what you want. Two of those are correct. Okay. So what you want? Sabotage and intergalactic. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, Benita Applebaum or Ms. Fat Booty. Benita Applebaum. Correct. Uh, Woodstock sucked. True or false? Oh, true. 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 Very true. Uh, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy, Puffy, Sean Puffy Combs, or Sean Combs? I'm going to go with my heart and say Puff Daddy. It's Diddy. It's actually it's Diddy. Diddy. It's song. It's, it's Diddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and on that note, do wa Diddy, Diddy wa Diddy, do do run run, do 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 da da da, da da da, da or shapoopy. <laughs> da da da. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it's do do run run. Oh, that da-do, was my run, second run. guess. Uh, name three musical Rickies. Three R- musical uh, Rickies. Uh, Ricky, not Rick. Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. Ricky Martin. Ricky. Uh, uh, Ricky Bell uh, and uh, Ricky Ricky Springfield <laughs> I'm sorry we were looking for Nelson oh yeah Lee okay. Jones and don't lose that number oh I like Nelson, the third answer Lee Jones and don't lose that Ricky number Ricky Lee Jones is spelled differently in my head I, I you didn't say. I didn't say anything about spelling. And the fact spelling. that you're, you're omitting Ricky Bell is a fucking crime against humanity. <laughs> Look, why are, you, why are you accusing me? I'm just reading they, what's on the sorry, page. They, they, the uh, people that come up with this. Name one song for every Macking mixtape. Name one song that belongs on every Macking oh, mixtape. 
Oh, oh okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. That is going to be ooh, Mackie. Okay. I'm going to change that because it can't really be lovey. And you want Mackie. You want to put on um, uh, D'Angelo's untitled parenthetical. How does it feel? Correct. Uh, oh, there's more. Shit. Oh, yeah. There's two more. Okay. Who rocks the party that rocks the body? MC Light. No, the answer is me. I do. You do? I do. Oh, it was written about you. And finally, Kirk, what do I need? What do I need? <sighs> to sell out. No, I'm sorry. It's I need an around the way girl. Oh, that's the one for you. Yeah. yeah. I need an around the way girl. Perm in your hair or even a curly. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, I wish I had gotten that one right. I would have never gotten that one right. I want, if you had said it, I would have shown you I had it written down. I, I would have flipped answer. this table. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you got one. Uh, I'm going to give you the Beastie Boys one. You got two out of three. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to tip that one in your All favor because right. body moving is good too. I'll take I'll that. I'll give you that one. Two, three, four. Uh, five. Look at that. You got 50%. 50%. Not bad for the laser round. Not bad for the laser round yeah. at all. Yeah. Oh. Do I, I'm not... Again, I always get mad. Mm-hmm. I'm mad that I couldn't think of Around the Way Girl. Like, if I had just gotten that, yeah. oh, I would have savored that for I like thought a you might. day. I thought you might. For like a day. Like, I'd be like going to bed going, God, I fucking nailed that. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. That was a I great I love how one. seriously you take it. Oh, I'm very competitive. That's that. That was a great question. That's a great last question. Oh, good. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I wanted to tip the the round in your favor. Yes, because you're about to lose. <laughs> Ooh, because last time was a push. Yeah, we're gonna do the music ray gun trivia quiz, and you and them candies are at, on the table. There, there. Here's okay. You should let me win. Let me explain okay. why. All right. There's only two possible outcomes tonight. Yes. Either I get candy. Or neither of us get candy. Yes. So you're my friend. You should, out of those two, you should want me to have candy. Well, I'll tell you, mm-hmm. I want, I would rather have us not have candy than have you enjoy candy. Because What a, kind of a friend are you? I'm not a great friend. This is all for <laughs> show. Deep down in my uh, heart. I thought we were friends. We're just podcasting. Partners. Yeah. I would much rather. Yeah. Have us suffer together. Yeah. Then you enjoy yourself. We're like the Rolling Stones and one of those bands where like no one talks to each other. They just like get together because it's their job <laughs> and they still go out on the road. Like we just do this podcast, but Kirk and I, we, we've hated each other long ago. <laughs> exactly. Just barely tolerate each other. Spiting me on the Beach Boys and my, and my uh, chocolate covered peanuts. Not true. You're coming no, over for Tough Turf. Tough. Yeah, that's true. We're going to schedule that. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I have candy on the line. Candy on the line. And last time was a tie. Yeah. I don't want to tie again. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't want to lose. Yeah. I want to win. You want them candy? But since I'm defending, I'll ask you so first. So I will choose from yours. I'm going there. And people know the spiel. We're, play- we're using the questions from the Trivial Pursuit Music Edition from 1985. So all of the questions are about music only from before 1985. Very old. First category is cover notes. Which side of the upper lip does a sneering Elvis characteristically lift on album covers? Wow, that's a crazy question. But it's a 50-50 if you don't know it. 
which side of his lip. Okay. His right side. It's the left. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Your mother should That's going to come back and bite me in the ass. This is pre-1950s. Who's Billy Bigelow's disreputable friend in Carousel? Oh, shit. I don't know Carousel. Uh, I don't know that musical. uh, Dwayne. No, I don't feel super comfortable saying this, but Jigger. Oh, okay. Jigger. All righty. 1950s. Whose hair did Brigadier General J.E. Bastion Jr. have to decide whether to cut? Elvis Presley's. Yes. Yeah. He joined the army, I'm assuming. Yeah. 1960s. What yippie yapped, quote, rock music must give birth to orgasm and revolution? Oh, shit. Uh, is it... I'm going to go... Sl- I'm going to take a... Uh, what? Is this 60s? Yes. Abby Hoffman. They said, name a yippie. Yeah. You had to decide between two. And uh, that's one of them. But the <laughs> answer is Jerry Rubin. Ah, shit. Sorry. Sorry. I also would have said Abby yeah, Hoffman. Yeah, goddamn. After the Beatles... What Crystal Gale smash pines, quote, don't know when I've been so blue, don't know what's come over you. I said, don't it make my brown eyes blue? Yep. Yeah. Correct. You have two. Oof. Struggle to get these two. You need this last one for par. Uh-huh. Anything goes as the category. What's often called the mouth organ? <laughs> What's often called the mouth? I'm gonna say the harmonica. Correct. All right, par. Third time in a row, you got Oof. three. Oof. And if Oof. I want these candies, I'm gonna need to answer four. Correct. Could have had five with the 50-50s. Could have if you got if I got Abby Hoffman right. and the lip one. No, that would have been four. Oh, and the Abby Hoffman and the Abby Hoffman. Sure. Yes. All right. You need four to win. I did it two times ago. You have done it. You've been on a streak. Last time I failed. Let's see what happens. Only tied. Here we go. Cover notes. What's the 12-year-old nymphette wearing on the original cover of Blind Faith's debut LP? Nothing. Correct. If you didn't get that one, I was going to be like, dude, you're in for a rough haul. (laughs) Mom, what zany band leader noted, quote, we were too corny for sophisticated people and too sophisticated for corny people? Zany band leader. Is it um, Spike Jones? That is correct. Yeah, nice pull. Right. That's two. Ooh, I, I smell candies. <laughs> oh, there's 100% candies here. Okay. Because I'm looking at some other ones. Uh, who are Connie K? This is fifties. Yeah. Who are Connie K? John Lewis, Milt Jackson, and Percy Heath. Who are they? Who are they? This is the fifties. Fifties. Connie K. Yep. John Lewis, Milt Jackson, and Percy Heath. Uh, I 
You think I should know this one? No. Oh. A hundred percent you shouldn't know this. If you know this, I'm ripping up this card. And we're but, but never when you looked at the game. question, you were like, oh, 100% can. Oh, this is down the line. <laughs> this, is, this is not a not, not can you, for this Can you one. read it one more time, though? 50s. Yeah. Who are Connie Kay, John Lewis, Milt Jackson, and Percy Faith? Nope, Percy Heath. Who are Connie Kay, John Lewis, Milt Jackson, and Percy Heath? Uh, the Ink Spots. The Modern Jazz Quartet. Okay. I mean, I, what? All right. <clears throat> Still got two. Yeah. 60s. Did Jimi Hendrix ever play with Joey D and the Starlighters of Twist Craze fame? Yes. Correct. Yes. You're tied. Okay. You got two more. Yeah. After Beatles, what film matches World War II footage with songs by Helen Reddy, Rod Stewart, Tina Turner, Elton John, and Frankie Valli? What? What film matches World War II footage? We add in with music from those people from Helen Reddy, Rod Stewart, Tina Turner, Elton John, and Frankie Valli. This is after the Beatles, right? This is after the Beatles. Yeah, Helen Reddy and Elton John was the seventies. What film? I have no idea. I mean, it was impossible. All this and World War Two. Yeah, never heard of that. Okay, though, anything goes. Yeah. Down the wire. This is for candies. Yeah. I mean, here we go. Is the English horn English? <laughs> yes. No. Shit! <laughs> God damn you! Yes. Saying, oh, of course you're going to get candy. Well, yeah, it's guaranteed. Because you had the Jimi Hendrix one. Yeah, but I also had the the great modern jazz quartet. Yes, and but you had a 50-50 for that in World War II. You, you made it sound like the whole card was going to be a pain. blind faith. Yeah, but you said it after that question. Well, I listen. You say the whole card was I'm, easy. I'm sorry time. that you don't know that the English horn is not English. I feel great. God damn it. <laughs> Two, Two pushes in a row. Oh. I hate you, Chris. <laughs> I could taste the candy. They you made me right feel here. like it was. I had it. Cantankerous. You lied. I did. That was my strategy. You you played with my my emotions. I rope it over to you. It's all that survivor yeah. I've been watching. Ugh. Well, that's the end of the mini episode. Maybe we'll do another one. This might be it <laughs> for the show. We bye bye.